Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And if you've listened to this show before, you know there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. There is no grievance that we will look at you and go, no, 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 there's other problems. Nope. The door is closed in the lounge. We can air all problems. All problems are relevant. All problems are to be complained with. I have a very special guest today. I'm so excited. Uh, You know her from her own podcast and wildly successful Instagram and social media. Not skinny, but not fat. Amanda Hirsch, thank you for coming on. Of course. I mean, who's better to complain, you know? Right. Well, this is to let people behind the curtains. We're taping over Zoom because I had scheduling things come up on Monday. And, you know, when I'm like scrambling for a guest, I think I'm like, who would this show be easy with? Like this Mm. show isn't easy with everyone. And I'm like, who knows how to complain the best? And I was like... (laughs) I haven't had you on in a while, and I was like, and literally, I'm like looking at your stories. I'm like, Amanda, get in here. So you're doing me a huge favor for coming on. So thank you so much for being. Uh, I mean, I, are you part of the Kardashians now? Are you in the family? What's going on? Well, first of all, I want to say that I think it's more than just like who can complain. I think that we have a podcasters camaraderie, right? And there are some people that have been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. And now, like, your dentist has a podcast, right? So now it's, like, a little different. But I feel like we're just, like, we've been in each other's kitchens, you Mm -hmm. know, before. We were here before Zoom. Right. We know where the forks and knives are. We know where the plates are. There's less to explain. Like, I knew that we could hop on at one and be done by two. Right. Like, you're not scheduling with my PR, you know, (laughs) and, like, asking me how long it's going to take and if I need to be camera ready. Like, you know what I mean? So just to let people in even more behind the curtains, it's more than that. It's, like... You know, I feel like it is a podcaster's camaraderie. Like, we get it. We know it. And we have fun together. So it is always fun. And although, you know, it could be a... It's like, of course, it's always great when we come together. You make me pee my pants. So no pressure. But I'm here for it. All of our pants are getting peed. The <laughs> the 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 feeling is mutual. And it, it is it is one of those things where it's like, not only can I get a hold of you for an hour real quick... But it's going to be a good show. Like we're like to not to pat ourselves on the back, but you're right. The dentist with a podcast is like, <laughs> so how did you get into dentistry? And it's like, shut the fuck up. You shouldn't have a podcast. You shouldn't even speak to people. You should be at a dinner very quietly on the end of the table, not adding. We invited you because we went to high school together. Like, like there's certain people that like you're not a podcast person. You are end of the table at a group dinner because we knew you a long time. Wait, isn't it concerning, though, that now every person you work with, even when they're professionals, like we gave the dentist example, but like your dentist shouldn't be doing reels on Instagram. Well, you know, this is, well, I actually like, this like, is a very you bring up a huge point that I totally agree with. You're right. Yeah. Like not every like. No. Can you not be a thirsty well, social media whore like <laughs> my lawyer like no my lawyer specifically thank god i feel mm. like he's not on instagram but imagine like everyone today wants to have a quote-unquote platform no matter what you do and it's like 
you're a banker. Like, why are you making reels about banking? Right. It, 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 it's an interesting look at society. And I, I, and I don't mean to go deeper with this, but I have thought about what you're saying. It's like this does have to do with like income inequality and also the distraction of like social media as a lottery ticket. Like especially with how TikTok works, where TikTok is to me a lot of times feels like throwing a penny into a wishing well. And so you'll see like like you'll see. The and that's dan- when I went viral. And you're like, what is that moment? What is it? Like, they're all like, and on my third video, I went viral. Right. And you're and like, what does that even mean? And and then they're like, then they have to do that one thing that got viral over and over <laughs> right. again. So like the exactly. only way to, the only way to build a following on TikTok uh, is to be a famous person or to repeat the same joke seven times. <laughs> million times so you it's so, literally that they go viral with the thing yeah, and they, then they have to do the thing and that becomes their thing and right. then you know what happens a person who's trying to go viral saw the thing saw that it worked to be a, the thing does it copies the but then you don't even know who started it because you're like wow everyone's doing this thing it's the hackiest app. I mean, look at the. I mean, look at the butterboards. So I. I mean, I will say it's a hacky app. It's everyone picking up other people's jokes and redoing them, but it's in my way for my audience. And here's what's going to happen. And, and it, it does have to do with income. People are going to start killing each other because yeah, they because their thing didn't go viral, and the 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 co- the, co- the person that copied the copier of the original right. went viral and how angry would you be if you were the original and you got two views uh, horribly angry <laughs> i'd be i mean you there are people do like just reading other people's tweets on there and going viral for that and you're like oh you so i'm your writer now like i i mean i i did a video where i said the butterboards soon we're going to show up to a party and someone's going to hand you a straw and they're going to be like, I made a soup board. And the joke was like, yeah, this is doesn't just end here. Mm. And then other people saw that. And now they're like, I'm going to do the fake soup board video because that's a good idea. So they didn't like hack me. But like <laughs> I was in the writer's room, you know, like I, 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 I kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say, but I'll say, you know, like you're going to look on TikTok and it's going to be your accountant doing the one thing about me is credits and debits. And you're going to be like, <laughs> where have we gone with this shit? Yeah, it's too much. I'm not on TikTok, so I can talk as much shit as I want. So um, I'm on there and I'm a part of the scrum, I guess, because I do think and I do ha- because stand ups are putting their clips on TikTok. I mean, I right. this this goes into my complaint. Um, let me do my complaint and then we'll get to yours. OK, okay. so hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now Jared has a lot of issues Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss can you relate to the problem now okay so my complaint is just about this I had someone repost a clip that I put up and I don't want to waste material so if I put up a joke 
and it goes viral, that joke is kind of done. And I, you know, I would hate for someone to come to my show and be like, I saw this on TikTok, you know? So it kind of goes away. Music is different. You can play the same song, Brown Eyed Girl. We're going to sway our hips no matter what. We love Brown Eyed Girl. You know, a joke about my, you know, me pooping. I don't want to hear that again. So what a lot of comedians are doing is they're posting these like heckler-ish videos. I am someone who mixes it up with the crowd here and there. If someone yells out at me, I believe I have enough skill in an improv fashion to make whatever's yelled out funny. And I've been doing that since the beginning. So now there's a place to post these videos. So someone posted my video and they were like, they're like, what's the line? You know, I've yelled out at shows and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I, I, and like to me, I'm like, how don't you know what to do? And it's like, <laughs> you go to a comedy show and you laugh or you don't laugh. And if a comic asks you a question, you answer it honestly. That's, that's the whole thing. And the problem is, though, I have to take some of the blame. You know, there's some comedians that aren't good at that and they just start turning every joke into well you're not you know and i've done that too you talk to someone in the crowd and you go you make fun of them for not laughing and then they yell back out of you like oh i talked to the wrong person i was just joking you know i'm you know and then they're like well my mom died last week and you're like <laughs> this was a professional mistake on my part you're right yeah so i but then i get in this conversation with the person who posted it, like what is so i said laugh or don't and answer honestly that's it and they were like well i was at a show to support my friend and this brings me to my actual complaint. I'm doing shows in Boston this weekend. By the time this comes out, the shows will be done. If you came to the Boston shows, I can't thank you enough for coming. Um, I, I'm like, I'm doing the Wilbur Theater. The Wilbur Theater is like, you know, the theater you, you in Boston. Like, it's like everyone knows, you know, like I'm from Needham, which is outside of Boston. If someone said we're going to the Wilbur tonight, everyone would know. So the fact oh. that I'm playing the Wilbur Big is deal. a huge deal to me. The first show sold out within like two weeks. So I'm like, shit, that's great. So they're like, do you want to add a second show? And I'm like, I don't know if I have the capacity. And like, there's nothing better than going somewhere and having the show sold out before you get there because you're like, I don't have to beg. I don't have to be online being like, hey, Boston's coming up. I I mean, I've people who listen to this know I do this every week. I go, here are the shows coming up. I don't want to do that. I'd rather them, I, I'd rather not ask, you know, like I'd rather people see my name, buy the ticket, and then we're done. Like, great. What I now have is these people I went to like high school with being like, yeah, I want I, I want to come support. The idea of coming to support is the last thing I want in the entire world. If you say to me, I'm coming to your show to support, no, 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 get out of here. Don't why? even show up. Wait, why? Support means, no, because I am, you're coming to the show to laugh. Mm -hmm. I provide a service, okay? I go up, I tell the jokes, you laugh or you don't. If you're in the audience, you're like, when, when someone <laughs> says I'm coming to support, what you're saying to me is I'm coming to do a you favor. a favor. And it's like, no, no, no. I charge a ticket price. I provide a service. I will pass or fail. You come because you want to laugh. If you come because you want to support, it's because you want to help, it's because you think, and, and you're, not, you're not even a good audience member when you come to support. <laughs> you come in and you go, 
yeah, we had to be here. You know, we went to high school together and hopefully it'll be good. It's like, no, 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 no. If you come in with that attitude, you're already wrong. You're already someone I would rather like on the way in. I would like rather the club be like, why are you here? And then someone's like, we're here to laugh. And I'll be like, you right this way. Here's your seats. And then they'd be like, why are you here? And the person would be like, well, I'm here to support my good friend. I'd be like, we're going to lead you out. Here's your money back. I would literally lead them out the door. I'd be like, security, take them away. Also, when you get them outside, kick them in the nuts for me. Like wait, I would be do like, you get offended that they think, wait, let, just a question. Mm, please. Is it also like you think I can't, like you think I need your support? Maybe they think they're like buying a ticket and filling up space. Here's the thing. You're bad. You're, you're bad <laughs> space that has been filled. I'd rather have no one in that chair than someone who's there because they pity me and think, well, at least we filled the room. You know, like, no, I'm good at what I do. And I think that the, the, a lot of people who go into, in the beginning especially, you do say to your friends, come, trust it. You know, you have to trust it. And I know you know me as a friend and this is kind of a weird thing I'm doing. But even back then I was like, come to have fun, not yeah, to support. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like I... I and people, sometimes I've said this to other people and they don't get it. Like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I understand someone could be there for both. Right. Well, you know, I never would have left the house because I don't leave the house on Saturdays, but Jared's in town. Yeah. And, and, and but then if you're like, if you're getting ready for the show going, oh, I can't believe we're going out right now. I'd be like, just stay, please. <laughs> Wait, so how many messages would you say that you get like that that are just a support per show less less now than it used to be mm -hmm. so i'm complaining about something that's happened in the past more mm -hmm. because like when you're new you know i doing the tonight show for me wasn't like oh i'm gonna go to hollywood now it was more about credibility to a lot of people that follow me like i if they've heard me talk about my stand-up they're like oh sure <laughs> but like you can't really deny doing stand-up on the tonight show so that was like a big deal for me like especially with my parents friends like that was like <laughs> oh my god you know like there and in my mind there was no what's gonna happen next there was just creating credibility with the people who knew i did this weird thing like and listen you and i we're internet people yeah as as weird and and, and internet people are just not seen the same way like you know, I'm sure you did, you know, you interviewed one of the Kardashians. I'm sure someone goes, oh, now you're official. When yes. you've been doing this as a living for years and years right. and years, right? And right. that had to have been gratifying, no? Actually, the opposite. Really? Yeah, because I think that it's like, because of what you said, it's like, yeah, like that doesn't put the stamp under my name. You know, right. like I've been doing this for a while and... um and and a lot of people now I'm like so weird about that shit like with followers and with certain things kind of defining you it kind of mm -hmm. like rubs me the wrong way and even let's say if like a Kim Kim Kardashian like reposts me Mm -hmm. And my followers go up, which is less than you think. People think like you'd you know you go up a million, and it's right. not like not not like that. Um, right. Uh, but but let's say you go up a few thousand. I actually get more like timid about that because I'm kind of mm. like, who are these people? Why are they here? You know, like, what are do they, they expect from me? Why do they expect? And 
you know, in a bachelor style sentence, they're here probably for the wrong reasons. Like they think I'm now going to be like posting with Kim every day. Like, I don't know what they think, but like the same way of like, I'm here to support. It's kind of like, why are you here? Are you here? Because, because how many of their friends have gotten a following just from being their friends, you know? Right. And And built entire careers, but like, I don't want a part of that. I'm my own person. And, you know, so I get like weird about that shit, but, but no, it is cool. Like I go to Israel now, Jared. Yeah. And like, I'm Israeli, but I'm also like fully American. So it's kind of interesting, but they kind of, they invite me on like the morning show and shit to be like the America, the Israeli who made it in America and has interviewed Kim Kardashian, you know, and they interview me about it. And that's like the main thing, right? It's like, right. She, she managed to interview Kim Kardashian. So I go with it in a lot of places. Um, but I get what you mean about the tonight show for you. And yes, getting a big celebrity, as a guest, when you do pop culture interviews is a huge fucking deal. Um, yeah. And I, and I guess, yeah. Do you have that from like, like your mom's friends? Like it enters their worlds. I get what you're saying. Like it, it gives you more. Cause I remember yesterday, I think I was someone, someone was asking me like, who did you interview at the beginning? And Mm. I was like, other podcasters. Right. And like, bravo celebrities you know (laughs) like right right so it is obviously when you can and and you know what i think about right away for you too it's like your pitch right jared freed comedian was on the tonight show like immediately you're like what is added to my kind of uh resume and that's like a big point on your resume so i definitely feel that way you know i and i do think i it's a self-conscious thing of legitimization you know, I don't think, you know, like to bring it back to Kim a little bit, but like the nobody wants to work anymore sentiment. It's like everyone wants to fucking work. Everyone wants to be productive. Everyone wants to feel like they're doing something that they get respect from and they're getting fulfilled from. And you do when you do this world and people think you don't do much or you don't it's think of it or don't think highly of it, they go, you can feel that. Like, you feel that from them. Right, exactly. Oh, my God. That 100%. I mean, and that's when it comes to the support thing. It's like, oh, that's coded language (laughs) to me. (laughs) But at the same time, there are also people, like my mom will, like, feel bad for me for how hard I'm working, and that's when I'm also like, okay, but let's not yeah yeah yeah, but but you know like i appreciate the respect but there are days where she's like oh she's torn in every direction and i'm like mom like i'll be okay and please don't talk about this with your friend whose son is a doctor um and tell them that i am you know because i'm having fun right i'm doing something wildly fun Right. And like, am I busy? Yes. Do you know, do am I? I mean, it's crazy because you're so busy, but it's something that you love to do. And I'm very aware how hard it is 
to work and make money at something that you love to do. Like I would, that was my biggest fear in life when I was working jobs for years that I didn't like was like, wait, am I my whole life going to have to do something that I don't like? So I understand how important that is and how rare it is. So I will like, I think that that's why I don't complain. It's like so scary and you feel so luxury loungy to Mm. ever complain about doing something fun Right. For a living, right? It, it's like, it's, how do I complain? I, I do this thing. I've become, I think it's, I feel like such a douche, but like I've recently, like the last month, I go work out on the field on the West Side Highway. I'm pointing out my window right now. <laughs> it's literally out my window. And I, it's been gorgeous lately. Like the weather, like right. bright and cool. And I literally take a moment and I go, because I'm constantly in luxury lounge. I'm constantly complaining about everything. <laughs> And then I'm just like, I do like a like a breath in, breath out, and then I do a second breath in, breath out, and it's like, where would you rather be? And then I think, nowhere. And you go, okay. It feels good for a second to do. Oh, I love that. And I, and I do it before I work out, and then I'm miserable about the workout, and I'm like, <laughs> you shouldn't eat seven slices of pizza last night. Um, Amanda, hit, let's do your complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. I, so I, I'm so mad you don't get to hear the music because I would love your reaction to it. But I oh will, my god! So you need to work on that. I want it. I know we're gonna we're gonna do an in studio one of these days, and oh, you'll okay. be able to hear. It. Okay. But oh go god, ahead. You really never brought me in the studio. I'm now feeling it, very. Hurt. I know. <laughs> this is what happens when you're I'm the a- easy guest who's <laughs> good at the show. You get treated as a second class citizen. <laughs> this is what you get. Okay, <laughs> so. And I was going to post this and then I got insecure. Like I was going to legit post it, complain, had the whole screenshot of what I was going to say. And then I was like, I'm going to get shit for it. So Mm -hmm. here I'm doing it on your podcast. (laughs) Okay. So you're in the lounge, baby. I'm in the lounge. So since I've, you know, I've, I used to order an Uber pool. Okay. I used to be a via bitch, right? Mm -hmm. After COVID, you start making was, a little bit more money. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt. Was Uber Pool in other cities? Was that like Uber Pool was basically. I feel like such d- a loser now that I've ever did Uber Pool. Well, I, I, it is, I never did it. I am. Um, I, I've, you know, listen, I come from money. Um, so, <laughs> so it never worked into my life. Yeah. But Uber Pool was like, we're going to do like it was carpool. shared rides it was shared shared rides. rides so you would call an uber pool then you'd be in the car with someone else who was heading somewhere else and the app would basically right. drop you off it, along the way so right. you, and you used to do uber and via was do, a, another version of it right right so i used to do that it was hard like i'd open the app and i'm so frugal and i used to see well i'm frugal and this was when i didn't have money but i would see like twenty dollars for like a regular uber and then you'd be like five dollars you know right. for to How, pick up other people how could um, I turn this down? 
how can I turn this down? Let them huff and puff on me and, you know, be squeezed in a backseat. Um, it feels so weird now. But so I've come away. I won't say. Yeah, I've come away. And now it's like the Uber XL option really speaks to me. Um, I, it is the difference between commercial and private. It is. The, okay, but here's my complaint. Because, go ahead. Okay, because, you know, I'll... If it's a short ride, if it's like, oh, five minutes, fine. Bring me a Toyota Camry. I'll live. Okay? Right. Am I happy about a Toyota Camry? Who I'm not is? gonna... Who, <laughs> Nobody. So, but when I splurge on the XL for like you know a ride to sell you know i'm like if it's if it's a you know further than 10 minutes i'll do an xl and then you get like a toyota sienna horrible horrible or a, or a metris or a horrible okay but what's worse so a metris i hope i'm saying it right the benz metris is the van it's a van it's a it's a party van it is so uncomfortable <laughs> The seats it, are like... locked in. There aren't windows. I always go to the way back of it. It looks like it's a Tetris block. <laughs> it looks like it, it is not what you wanted from the XL experience. Because I, exactly. I always go to the way back. So now you're two rows back from the driver. They're like uh, trying to talk to you. You're like, I can't hear you back here. You know, like you're way back. You're 50 yards away. The seats are the least comfortable seats. And here's the other thing. I hate any Uber. Sometimes I don't care if it's XL or it's the regular Uber, whatever your Uber. If I can't get the center armrest to flip down, <laughs> I am enraged because I always have a coffee and I want to put it in that cup holder and sit like I'm Bruce Wayne heading to the gala. Like so, I babe, want my we ha- need an escalator. That's what I'm telling you. It's it's right. it's, it's it's so Uber Block is the next step up, right? And that you mm-hmm. know you're gonna get a nice fancy car, but that's like legit, legitimately like twenty dollars more. I think. Right, and it, it should say to you, hey, you got the XL, but you're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get a Lego block that's gonna pick you up. So here's my thing: if I'm getting an XL. Even give me a Toyota Highlander. Give me a Nissan um, Pathfinder. You know, like I'm not looking. But don't give me a Toyota Sienna or a Benz Metris because it legitimately ruins my day. Right. And here's what they've done. It it ruins my day as well. I totally agree (laughs) with you. Here's what they do. It is based off of size. And that's the problem. Mm. They need to bring you on as a consultant. They need like a complaining Jewish woman. Okay, (laughs) to come and do a day with Uber and then just (laughs) scroll through all the cars like it's Tinder. You would swipe right on XL, swipe left on the garbage Ubers. And because they're just doing it big. Big doesn't mean good. (laughs) Isn't it wild the Ubers that pass the uber test like of cleanliness and of sometimes you walk into a legit shithole and you're like this is not the experience and maybe even while i'm at it and being obnoxious maybe let's remove the camrys i mean i don't know where we would put all those camrys we'd have like (laughs) you know how they have the you know how in the ocean there's that like clump of plastic that floats in the Pacific? If we got rid of the Camrys, there'd just be a clump of Toyota Camrys filling <laughs> like the how ocean. Many, 
Do they not I mean, make Corollas so anymore? I'm not sure. I so here's the thing. I I'm on the road all the time. I'm traveling the country. I've had to make a change with how I order Ubers outside. In New York, Toyota Camry, it's usually pretty good. I think they're pretty much the cabs now. Like they're right. all owned by like one guy at this point. <laughs> and they all kind of pass the buck for me. But when I'm on the road, if you get the cheapest Uber on the road, it yeah, is like is it? <laughs> you're just sitting next to someone's baby on their way to school. And you're like, what's going on here? Like, you have to kick over the toys and you're like, oh, hey, I'm going to the airport. And it's like, I've had to make a change. And sometimes they're legitimately like, I mean, I take 4 a.m. I take 6 a.m. flights. So they're like out from the night before. And it's like this mom who's like blurry eyed and like, I, you know, and I've had to switch to like Uber black when I go on the road because I'm like. I need someone who's just an inch over professional. I just need, do you know what I mean? Wait, what car is, I think I've experienced this, like tinier, right? Like even smaller than a Camry. The weirdest is being in like a pickup truck. And you're like, oh my God. What state have you been in the pickup truck? I I, I mean, Texas, you're like in a Ford (laughs) F-150. And the guys like got like two by fours in the back and you're like, am I interrupting something? Like, are you doing a ride in between contract jobs? Like I, I it, it, it gets wild out there. I it, feel like, like that's such a good documentary to like Ubers across America, like the different if, types of rides that you get. Oh my God. The different types of people. I talked about it actually like taking an Uber in Texas during the pandemic, like you would get people that were like, they just had to let you know where they stood on everything. Like here, New York Uber is just- Don't talk a, to you. Yeah, It's a it. wonderful, like we, it's just a wonderful agreement we have. You go to like somewhere, I've just been in, I've had them be like, sit in the front. I've had them be like, you know, like, and I get it. And then LA is the worst because it's all people that are like, doing this isn't the job like i want people who are like i'm a driver like i love when someone is like <laughs> wait can i tell you what, what happened to me in la so i had an event to go to um it was really important and somehow i'm so timely but when things are really important everything gets fucked up that day i was mm-hmm. super late la ubers by the way you order one it's like 17 minutes away Oh, Very no. different from New York. Like New York it. is like four minutes and you're like, that's a long time. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> and in the, in LA, it's legitimately like between nine and like 17 minutes. So I order um, an XL. It gets there. Um, and like the valet like told them to inch up and I get they got they got pissed. So they just drove off. And then the next one was like another nine minutes. And here I am like downstairs all dressed up like I'm like, no, no, no. And the black was like the closest. I was like splurging on the black. Let's do it. Order the black. This guy falls up like in a new the newest like infinity like starts telling me about the car, how much it costs, like a gazillion all this shit. I'm like, okay. Then I could tell that he was really like into driving famous people and like telling mm. me about them. Like he got really excited about like Teresa Judice. He like drove mm-hmm. her around all day. I'm like, that's really cool. So then I was like, let me like show off to this guy. And I'm like, do you know where I'm going? 
Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to a Kardashian event. And he's like, oh my God. He gets so excited that he's like part of this now, whatever. He tries to bring me to the place and like everything is confusing there because everything is in like lots and like right. doesn't look fancy from the outside and you wouldn't know that it's an event space. So anyway, he's trying to find the space and then he makes a gazillion mistakes and then he finds it and I come to open the door but he like hops out because God forbid I open my own door in this Uber Black. <laughs> well, now you're part of the Kardashian family. He has to treat you like royalty. Yeah. So he wouldn't. He wouldn't let me open the door, which got scary for a moment because I'm like trying to open, it. and he's like, "No," and he like shuts it, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then he's like, "There was like a security tent," and he's like, "Let me go talk to them." I'm like, "What is happening?" Right. He goes over to the security tent. He comes back. He's like, "Don't worry." told them I have a VIP and they're going to let me like bring you into the. <laughs> it's like the last thing you wanted. He's now your date. He's like putting his arm around you. He's like, I got you. I'll be getting you drinks the rest and of the night. And embarrassing me is if I to telling these people, I right. like want to be a VIP like and dropped off, you know, in the back or like in a special it, place. <laughs> In oh. their minds, in their minds, they hear from him. They're like, in their minds, you're in the back of the Uber going, I am a VIP. I'm here to see a Kardashian. Tell them it's not skinny, but not fat. Now. <laughs> like, that's what you sound like via him. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then, like, they take down. Anyway, it ends up happening. Hopefully, no one has found out about this. But that was my... <laughs> uber black experience which Love i it. feel like i'll get to my next uber black and be like are you not you know yeah bringing please go me talk inside. to security you're my you're also my bodyguard let's get to the emails uh so excited to have you here at skinny but not fat go follow me no right at now. not skinny but not fat i said not skinny but not no fat. you said at skinny at not okay. skinny but not fat okay mm-hmm. at skinny <laughs> at skinny mini um we're sponsored okay j train podcast is sponsored by joy modes sexual performance booster is your pre-workout for sex Ooh, joy mode makes natural and science-based uh science-backed sexual wellness products for men put simply the sexual performance booster enhances sex drive and blood flow resulting in better performance ed prescriptions can come with all sorts of side effects and over-the-counter gas station pills are sketchy that's why joy mode was created they knew they could do better than everyone else on the market it's easy to use 45 minutes to four hours prior to sexual activity tear open the packet and mix with six to eight ounces of water just like your favorite electrolyte packet you'll notice better blood flow better erection quality and firmness and increased sexual energy and drive boom that's it i i'll say this to my listeners even if you're a woman and you're in a serious relationship this actually spices things up get some joy mode i'm sure your guy would be excited that you're thinking about it what a fun thing want to spice up things in the bedroom and boost your sexual performance and do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs, Joy Mode has a special offer for the listeners. Go to usejoymode.com slash JTrain or enter JTrain at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's usejoymode.com slash JTrain for 20% off your first order. Thanks, Joy Mode. Love it. Okay, let's get to the emails. You ready? Mm-hmm. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. If you're out there and you're going to be in Miami during Thanksgiving, I'm going to be there. Also, Virginia Beach, JaredFree.com for tickets. Luxury Lounge. Too much free Starbucks. Okay. Dear Jared and esteemed guests, your podcast is a weekly lifesaver on my drive to work. Thank you. 
my my complaint is that I'm constantly getting free Starbucks at work that I don't really want, but I feel bad wasting. I'm a nurse practitioner in a small private practice where we often have pharmaceutical reps come to promote their particular drug. They always ask our secretary what we want from Starbucks prior to their visit. They usually come around lunch, so I have long since had my morning coffee. In an attempt to avoid the daily temptation of some super sugary seasonal drink, my usual order has been an iced coffee with almond milk and sugar-free vanilla. After getting far too many of these, I've ruined the drink and have been in a weird place of ordering random other things that I don't even want. I told her secretary that I just don't want anything, but she hates to turn down a free coffee, so one continues to appear on my desk while I'm with a patient. Even worse, she insists on a venti that I know is nearly $10, so I feel even crappier when I don't drink it. When I do drink it, I spend my rare breaks downing more coffee instead of water, so I'm on the verge of a heart attack by the end of the day. This is apparently just my cross to bear, yours truly, trying not to be a basic bitch. What do you think? Too much free Starbucks. Why can't she say no? I guess everyone's just like, here's the problem. She can't say no because there's this guy or there's this person coming to the office being like trying to sell them something. So they're willing to do anything. So they're like, let me get you a coffee. And then everyone's like, no, we're good. They're like, no, I got to get you this coffee so that you'll have a reason to owe me or to talk to me. So it's really the pharmaceutical sales rep that's the problem. I mean... I would, I mean, I think it's always nice to have, I always have like uh, something to drink next to me. So you can right. get something not caffeinated from I Starbucks. Would say, get me a bottled water. Yeah. Bottled I love, water. It's like $5. You're still spending. It's ethos right. water. They overcharge. You know what I mean? Here's what I would do. If I were them, mm. I would give them like a grocery store order. Like I would order so much that they would stop doing it. Like I would get them to to go. Are they out of their minds? Like I would. I I would legitimately be like, yeah, I'm gonna get the turkey brie um, wrap, and then I'm also gonna get those cake pops. I want 17 cake pops. See what happens. Let's just see how far like, could I this get can the go. Egg bites, but don't warm them up too much because <laughs> right. they burn the hell out of the roof of my mouth. Right. And also the most complicated coffee order ever. That would be fun. Get an, a coffee order that is like steam milk at 100 degrees <laughs> plus a coffee that is iced. And then I want three cubes. Like get so specific because here's the position they're in. If this person, it's the pharmaceutical salesperson that's really the problem because they want to make sure they have you for their sale or that they're worth it. So- mm-hmm. What you do is make their, you know, make their effort their problem, because mm-hmm. your coffee order they should get to the point where they're like, I'm 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 spending a thousand dollars at Starbucks <laughs> and they're not buying anything. Like you need to yep. like make this a problem for them. Make it a problem. Make your order complicated as fuck, or find something that Starbucks doesn't have. Right. Yeah. I'll have a roast chicken. <laughs> I'll have a matzo ball soup. Just keep uh, order things. I'd like a brisket sandwich. You know, I'm just going to Starbucks. Yeah, I love the brisket sandwich from Starbucks. Just keep. Oh, that's uh, a good one. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Amanda Hirsch at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Go follow immediately. The podcast is wonderful. Luxury Lounge, toilets and bars in the basement. 
Feather Feather, writing you this after the adventure of getting to the bathroom in a bar where the toilets are three flights of stairs down in the basement. Why would any establishment open up themselves to the possibility of a drunk customer falling down the stairs? And now I also have to climb up those stairs just to, just to continue having a fun night. What do you think? I just now, first of all, my, the bane of my existence is a faraway bathroom. Like, hate it. The laziest. To me, it's not even stairs. Even if they're like all the way to the back, to the left, I'm like, I'll be like, I don't have to be that bad. Like, I could hold it. Right. But then, it does you know show what I you realized? How- Go ahead. It's so smart of the establishment because less people in the bathroom means less toilet paper to change, means less cleaning up. So maybe it is smart to put the bathroom far away. Three flights is fucking ridiculous. One flight is should be illegal. So three flights? Where are you going? Where is this place? That should be illegal because it's like, you have to have bathrooms at your establishment. Like three flights, that's a different establishment. That's a fire hazard. Like three flights right. is a fire hazard. I, this is also a very New York problem because you'll be at a bar and they'll be like, you'll be like, hey, where's the bathroom? And they're like, uh, you're going to go to the dungeon? <laughs> and you're like, what? And you're like, I'm, they're like, yeah, it's downstairs. And then you get downstairs and it's like in an office next to some <laughs> guy who's doing their accounting. And you're like, how is this? How did this restaurant like get you know, the, the real estate person look at the restaurateur in the eye and go, yeah, you're, they'll just come down here to this uh, abandoned box and that's where you use the bathroom. I don't think I've ever saw, seen three flights of stairs down. I've never seen that, but I do see the basement bathroom, especially bars in New York if it's a smaller bar. I, I would you, I mean, I am a, I use bathrooms, public bathrooms often. Are you a public bathroom user or not? Oh, I'm a user and abuser of public bathrooms. Yeah. I even did a poll the other day, by the way, if you guys are interested, sitters versus squatters. And Mm. it was 50-50. And what was crazy was people, everyone was shocked at the results. Um, And then people were like, who's sitting? And I was like, gross. I don't know. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's like, I'm in the sitters. Um, I'm sitting so much that it's like I have moved into the bathroom. I am sitting. I'm rubbing my face on the toilet. I don't understand these germaphobes that then put it on everyone else. I walked the other day and an AirPod fell out. I had an AirPod fall out and I fell on the ground and I picked it up and put it directly back into my ear and someone behind me went, ugh. And I was like, what what were the what was their option? Like what did they think they would do in that scenario? Like did they think they would go home and put it under one of those black lights to like degermify? No, what they would do is they'd put it back in their case and then an hour later they go, "Oh, whatever. It's been an hour." Like uh, like some arbitrary amount of time. None of this stuff is doing anything to anyone. I, I just I, feel I, like it's my butt and right. It would be gross if there was something wet on the seat that touched my butt. But if it's something, if it's like not a visibly dirty seat, then like my butt isn't getting to my mouth. Like I'm not getting sick from this. I'm not getting like, I don't know. 
like you know how studies come out and they're like it was found that there are like 80 gazillion germs and and i'm like but where are they go like where am i getting the disease like is the disease like how am i getting sick from this if it's not a real thing i'm not going to worry about it and you know what else by the way to you squatters mm. i got a lot of message from like physical therapy people it's really bad for you to be squatting like that and um apparently for your like I, pelvis area or something i can't believe and it's this is mostly women do this like when i hear like right. a guy squats <laughs> to shit i'm like <laughs> dude you got problems. Wait, I agree wait, with you. Wait, wait. People squad to poop? I thought I'm it was pretty just sure. pee. Oh, I mean, I'm not squatting to <laughs> pee. I'm standing. I, I've. Can you imagine if I was like, no, I squat to pee? Of course I do. Like, it'd be such a weird decision to make. Right, I, okay, right. With guys, it's different. Right. Uh, right, but like, I've. Listen, there is nothing more shocking than like when like I've been in relationships where like seeing a woman pee is just the most shocking thing for a man because we have a stream we stream we aim (laughs) when a woman pees it's like a it's like those planes that release water over a fire (laughs) it goes in different directions everywhere yeah it's it's just like right it's so how can you squat and that's the thing how can you squat then Right. Then squatters are ruining it for everybody else because they're getting the the seat dirty. I just want to I just want to know what is the difference between my butt and my forearm? There's no difference other than it being covered and you know risqué. But like my my forearm touches the table the whole meal. I'm not licking my forearm. My butt touches the the seat. I'm not licking my butt. Everyone should sit that's this is a sit podcast. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Amanda Hirsch at not skinny but not fat. Luxury lounge. Manipulative gym owner. Jared, all the feathers to you. My husband and I saw you at Mohegan. Loved your show. Thank you. Here's my complaint. See, they didn't come to support. Uh, <laughs> they came and got their money's worth. Um, <clears throat> here's my complaint. I recently joined an all woman boot camp gym. Okay, my favorite instructor was scheduled to teach this morning's class, but the gym owner stepped in this morning to teach instead. Her workouts are brutal, so I was dying by the end. Super sweaty, bright red face, just looking awful. The gym owner instructor says we can either finish the workout with 50 burpees or take a group photo. That's not uneven. (laughs) Hey, you can finish with 50 burpees or you can have these cupcakes. What? group photo or she can post it on the, so she can post it on the gym's facebook and instagram you're threatening me with 50 burpees so you can take a less than flattering photo of me gasping for air why couldn't we take this photo before class this is insanity to me thanks for listening so wait a minute she said the gym owner says we can either finish the workout with 50 burpees or take a photo so she can post it on the gym's facebook or instagram that's a i don't understand what what the game wait first of all why wouldn't they choose the photo because they don't want to look bad in it after the workout i guess or why would anyone choose the photo you're there for the workout like (laughs) switch gyms i i don't like the idea of like i think the manipulate the manipulation part is them being like it's an all-female boot camp like 
just have the boot camp or don't. Like, I don't understand why this has to be like, like, I, I, that's the part of the upsell, I guess. Right. Like, what? Do you go to boot camp classes? Do you do these things? I don't do any workouts. Um, None. I should work out. Yes. I should work out. You don't should. No, you, not on this. I'm not saying you should. I'm saying. <clears throat> no, I don't. The- I don't. I don't. And I would be very weirded out about a request like that. But I would probably choose the photo because I w- would rather that than do the burpees. Right. 50 burpees is the it's worst. Not, no, first of all. 50 who's doing 50 burpees in a row <coughs> right so i guess this, um, this unless li- you've been in a boot camp for a while and you're like you know i really guess that's this, i guess that's this listener's point is they're like no one's gonna do 50 burpees <laughs> we'd all rather take a photo i guess but now we're only taking that photo for your social media Ugh. see everybody needs to stop with the social media right Hey guys, um, fifty, a thousand burpees, or we can make a TikTok where we're dancing and saying how much we love an all-female boot camp. Like, hey, seven thousand burpees, or we can make a commercial to promote my business. Like that's what. You, and I, yeah, I guess I guess I'll do the commercial. <laughs> like what? It's an insane. Oh my God. Hey, you guys, we're going to end the class with 3,000 burpees, or I can give out uh, some mops and rags, and you guys can clean the space. What would you rather do? You could be a janitor, or you can do 680 burpees. Like, what? Uh, I guess I'll take the mop and I'll now work for you. It's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Quit the gym. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I like this one. I feel like you're going to have a good opinion on this. Luxury lounge. Long family goodbyes. Dearest J train, thank you for the endless laughs. Saw you in Providence this summer and can't wait for your show in Boston at the Wilbur. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My complaint is something that I have suffered in my own family for years and now my boyfriend's family as well. Long goodbyes. Every time we leave a family event, the goodbyes take almost 30 minutes. Oy. I don't understand why you have to hug and kiss goodbye every single family member when you're probably going to see them next week. Can't you just say goodbye, everyone, and walk out the door? Sometimes these goodbyes turn into long conversations that we should have had just had at the dinner table or party we were just leaving from. Maybe this is because our families are both Jewish. I love both families, but sometimes I just want to leave when it's time to leave so I can go home and sit on my couch and not have to talk anymore. Love to hear your and your guest thoughts. Sincerely, my social battery does not last for these goodbyes. What do you think you come from you're close with your family how how are the goodbyes well you know with my immediate family it's it's you know i literally there's no goodbyes we live too close to i find it so funny my my younger sister every time she leaves the room she's like okay i love you bye and i'm like i love you too i love you like (laughs) it's sweet it's sweet but like we we don't have to do that and we see each other all day and she'll leave the room be like okay i have to go to work i love you and i'm like i love you I love you all. Yeah. But with families, I feel like I've mastered this. So I want to bestow my wisdom. 
you just stand and you say one collective goodbye like bye it was so nice to see you like wave like a little pageant woman. two hands two hands in two. the air bye everyone all you bye. Do a little look around right if you say bye to one person you gotta say right. bye to everyone you stand you wave you make a quick swoop of eye contact right. and you're out ski you're totally right you do above the tree line of the people. You don't make eye contact. If you zone in on anyone, they're going to try and get you for a longer goodbye. You go, bye, everybody. You look above at the ceiling. You know, <laughs> look at the ceiling like you're a math genius mm -hmm. trying to figure out mm -hmm. a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just uh, goodbye and then get out. My mom does this on the phone sometimes. It's so, it is, uh, uh, my mom will go, I'll go, okay, I got to go. And she'll go, okay. <laughs> um goodbye um oh i love you she does the i love you thing and i go hey, hey, hey i love you goodbye and like you want you don't want to be rude to be like yeah shut up bitch you know like you don't want to do that yeah but you also like i don't need the love is there we we don't have to say goodbye like, to each other like you're going to die like i don't i'm not you're not going to war i don't need to say <laughs> goodbye to you like you're off to vietnam i think that the way this listener can make herself feel better about listening to our advice is nobody has ever, and I'm a gossip queen mm. has gossiped about somebody's goodbye. You know, right, no right, one has been right. like the goodbye was really, you know, not she didn't hug yeah. me. Like, I feel like it's something you can get away with as long as it as it's just a nice, like everyone hears you. You didn't do an Irish exit. Mm -hmm. You said goodbye. You just can't go one by one. Imagine like I've made the mistake of arriving at a certain place and saying a, a, an individual hello, like, hi. Oh, so nice to see you. And then you're like, by the third, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? There's right. seven more people and I started this and I can't stop now. So that's right. your warning. Once you start, you can't stop. It has to be collective. You can't zone in on, yeah, collective goodbyes. Uh, you can't make eye contact. You can't zone in on anybody. You can't give one person a better goodbye than the next person. Mm -hmm. It has to be democratized. Everyone has to get an equal shitty goodbye. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing that you should always lean on. If you had a good time at the event, no one needs a goodbye. If, you, if the event was awkward, then the goodbye gets noticed. So if, like, mm -hmm. if, if you caused a stir at Rosh Hashanah <laughs> and you were like the soup's cold and then everyone's like and then you leave people are like wow she must have been really mad about the soup she stormed out of here <laughs> that's the only way it's happening so good time no goodbye bad time goodbye is necessary mm, okay to make it to make it obvious that you didn't have a, have a, bad, a bad time, time. you yeah. gotta put it like uh, you know gotta seal it with a kiss J Train you know podcast what's that no, I'm just, I get appreciative of age so often lately mm. where I'm like, thank God that I have the life experience now to avoid right. so many situations, you know, if like, right. if I'll talk to someone and they're like, oh, I got stuck at dinner, you know, at the end, I'm like, I don't get stuck at dinner because I leave when <laughs> I want to leave and it's right. so freeing. It, to it is, live your life that way. I also don't have dinners that I would feel stuck at. <laughs> like I am now, I'm clairvoyant. Like someone's like, hey, we're going out to dinner. So-and-so's going to be there. So-and-so's going to be there. So-and-so. And I'll be like, 
thank you for the invite, but I'm out. I've heard right. the guest list. I am not even going to go. <laughs> You're not even coming to support? Not to support, <laughs> not to eat, not to wave hello. I will just opt out of this yeah. immediately. Love that. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Amanda Hirsch at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Go follow Luxury Lounge. Hotel housekeeping are too good at making beds. J-Train, there's nothing worse than when you go to a bed in a hotel only to realize when you're getting into the bed, you <gasps> didn't get under all the sheets. <sighs> the other night, I was I was getting into bed and it was tightly made. Nothing is worse. I truly appreciate the craftsmanship. However, it was made so tightly that I didn't realize that I was lying between the sheets and the comforter. I had to get up, pry out the sheets from uh, the sides of the sheets from under the mattress and get back into bed. As a fellow road warrior, I truly hope you can understand my frustration. I completely understand it. What do you think, Amanda? I never know what to do. I brought this up before as well. People have said that because when I've complained about this and say, why did they even put the top sheet? Are you a top sheet mm. guy? I don't. I am a comforter bottom sheet bitch. So I will do comforter bottom sheet, no middle, no okay. that flimsy sheet. That's what I'm talking about. Get but rid of here's it. the thing. Do you know that I legit throw them out? Like even if I'm gifted a really nice set, really? I'll throw out the top sheet because it's like, I'm not going to collect top sheets. I don't use That's- them. That's so, I don't have the confidence to do such a thing. Like that takes major confidence to go, to go, to literally open up the package and go, uh, yoink, uh, right to the garbage. But you're not using it. Right. And you can't donate one sheet to the Goodwill. Okay. Listen, don't bring up donations now. I donate. Okay. I donate. I'm just saying that, but that's not even a donatable item. That's like the Seinfeld episode where they're donating the muffin tops. It's like, you don't think people need the bottom sheet? You don't think the homeless need the bottom? It's like, okay, okay. I I feel like you'd get yelled at for giving, here's a middle sheet. sheet. But here's the thing. A lot of people told me that, especially in hotels and you travel, the comforters apparently don't get washed. And that's why the top... Sh- oh, this goes back to our sitting versus squatting, I feel like. Right, okay. I don't care. I will lick that fucking comforter. I don't care. I need a thick comforter. It could be dredged in their fucking toilets for all I care. If it's a thick comforter, I am in. I don't give a fuck. I, I, I hear this all the time. Here's the one thing I don't like on a hotel bed. It's that one strip of of the bed runner the bed runner what, what the fuck saying? is that what who who needs that <laughs> that is not getting washed that always looks disgusting to me but i don't even understand the aesthetic of it like i don't understand like in what world it's very old fashioned it's a very old fashioned right. but okay but regarding the <laughs> not the strip the top sheet with the with the listeners thing i why okay they put the top sheet give you the option why the suffocation? Why the no exit route? Right. Like, why that? And then you end up hurting your hamstring because you're trying to <laughs> kick it out. And then you're like, hey, why are you on crutches? I had a tightly made bed that I didn't prepare adequately for when I got in. I got in before pulling the sheets out from under the bed. Like, it is an embarrassing injury to get as in like as you get older. Like, I love being older and knowing what I like, but I don't like the embarrassment that comes with injuries of getting older. Like, you're like, oh, did you hurt it during a soccer game? No, I was kicking the sheet out from underneath and my body weight was too much to get it out from underneath the mattress. Wait, so you get to hotel, you pull out the top sheet and put so, it on the floor? No, 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 no. When I get to a hotel, 
I so this is my routine because I travel a lot. Um, you it pull does up me, the pull out the 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 runner. The I take runner. the runner and I <laughs> throw it, it out the window into a yeah. I burn it. I burn it and then it I use had, it. Like tassels at the end. Like it's so disgusting. <laughs> I take the runner. I bring it in the toilet. I take a shit. I use it to wipe. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> Um, so then I get in, I unpack. I'm a big unpacker at hotels. Mm-hmm. And, and that wasn't how I used to be. Now it feels good to put everything into its place. Okay. Then I go to the bed. I go to each corner of the bed. I pull it out, pull it out, pull it out, pull it out. Okay. Now the bed is ready for me to get in it for when I'm ready. I don't yeah. want to, I don't, because if I don't do it right away, I'll forget and I'll get in the bed and I'll go, fuck, now I got to get up. I got to take, you know, now you're, you're, <laughs> you're adding energy. Yeah. You were just like laying down, you're ready to close your eyes. And then, so I do it right when I get there. Mm, okay. Well, that's a good, that's a good complaint. I think, mm. I think 98% of people would agree with this listener that it's right really annoying and maybe they should you know change this up but but you know the problem if they keep it too loose it won't look good so what's right. the middle ground maybe mm. here's the thing i want the top sheet tightly on the bed the comforter not tightly you can just drape a comforter <laughs> the comforter does not need to be no tucked but under the what mattress. do you mean you want the the top sheet tight and then you're you're suffocated. Your feet are suffocated inside. I get. I guess for me, I don't use the top sheet, so I'm on top of it anyways. Oh, you lay on top of it. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm pretty wild. I know. I think that you're like you're probably in the three percent. Right, because I do under because that top sheet just to me, it's like it's not making me warmer. It's not making me cooler. It's not adding to my comfort level. I don't understand what people need from it. I don't get it. And to think that people use it in their homes, like I mean, put aside hotels and like the fact the comforter isn't washed and whatever. But people, it comes in the motherfucking set, and that's why I be chucking them. <laughs> I I commend your confidence. Let's Thank do you. one more. Are you? Is that okay with you? Everyone yeah, go follow. One more is good. Amanda at Amanda at not skinny but not fat. The podcast is wonderful. Just a huge fan. Everyone go follow Judgmental Grocery Store Cashiers. Jared, love the pod. Thanks for all the laughs. I'm writing in today about grocery store cashiers who feel the need to comment on what they're ringing up. When I cash out at 8 p.m. on a Friday with uh, with a bottle of wine, pint of ice cream, and box of cookies, I don't need the raised eyebrows, look of judgment, or worse, the sarcastic someone's going to have a good night comment. I would like to eat my body weight and unhealthy food and not have comment or judgmental look about it. You'll find me waiting in line in the self-checkout stations rather than make small talk over what I'm purchasing with Carol the cashier. Sincerely, self-checkout queen. What do you think? <gasps> do you get comments I... on what you get? I, this is a true story. This isn't like a made up stand up bit as you mm. stand up comedians make shit up. Sure. This is true. I used to buy a lot of shit and pretend on the phone that it was for a party. Really? Yes. So you'd be like, hey, quiet down, everybody. <laughs> be, I'll have an egg like, young. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be at the cashier, let's say, with like chips, Oreos, oh, whatever. This is like in a binging. Person. Yeah, and I'd be like, and I'd be like, no, I'm getting the stuff for the party. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm at checkout. Here's Don't a worry. solution. <laughs> 
I got the seven <laughs> bottles of wine for all 30 of us. Exactly. Uh, do, exactly. Is there a 31st person coming or did they cancel? Oh, so I need another bag of chips because there are more people now at the party. So that should what? save it. E- everyone wants Mama Celeste pizzas. We need 17 Mama Celeste pizzas. That's a lot of Mama Celeste. Yeah. Okay. I, is everyone going to eat those? And then you fake hang up the phone. I get, and you're I like, get it. I get the embarrassment. I mean, even if you're going into, you know, a deli and you're buying like, you know, a bag of 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 onion. What do they call the funions? Then Fun- you feel weird with the cashier. You're like, where right. do, do they think I'm eating this? Like, what do, is it a weird choice? I get it. So there is your backup. Oh, I mean. No, I'm getting the Funyuns. Right. I'm getting them for the thing. For the children, for the teenagers who are high. Not for the woman in her 30s who just happens to like Funyuns and doesn't mind that they make your breath smell for a week. They're for the teenagers. Okay. Can I tell you that yesterday, Yeah. I mean, this is going to sound influencery and annoying, but I, I was at a shoot. I'm not normally at shoots. Yesterday, mm. I happened to be at a shoot. Was on, didn't eat all day because I, the food that they bring you there is like, whatever. You're doing like the bingo, you're doing like the bingo board of douchey things (laughs) to say. So I was at a shoot. I forgot (laughs) to eat. (laughs) We're like three away. I'm meeting with a Kardashian. Oh my God, so douchey. <laughs> so I get in the, the car for the way home and I'm starved. And I notice that in the bag that they gave me, there are chips. Mm. Um, What's the flavor called? Salt and vinegar. Okay. Salt and vinegar is not a bag that you down a family size bag of. Like it's just the, the taste is very overwhelming. Like it right. won't. But I did because I was so hungry and I was just like, like the way you eat par- popcorn in the dark and also it was dark it was night um right salt and, and vinegar chips the, are not chips you down they're chips you kind of like munch at because of the tartness of the sour exactly. or the salt and vinegar yeah i but agree so hungry downed and like like think about like the cashier equals the driver at this point like what does mm-hmm. he think of me right like, he's like this animal <laughs> And they and then, smell. <laughs> and they smell. And I'm like. <laughs> and then when I got home and I opened the door and I opened the car door and the light came in, I saw chips all over the seat, I... all over the thing. And I'm just like, let me clean this for you. And I start. Does, and he's like, it's OK. It's OK. And I'm like, let me just get the ones I can see. Because like, granted, they're going to be a lot. <laughs> so I totally get this person and the embarrassment that comes with being. You know. I've had I've had this in Ubers to bring it back to Ubers. I'll get drunk. I'll go to Joe's Pizza. I live very close to Joe's Pizza. Oh, I will bad. get an Uber, and I literally have the box. And an, I have had Uber drivers go, "Please don't eat that in the car." <laughs> and I'll go, "No, I'm good at this." And I will eat the pizza via the slot of the box like i'm feeding it into me like i'm just little by little the pizza comes out and i do a bite and then like i'm like a push pop pizza right push pop pizza that's what i'm having and and i'm and the guy's like are you eating it i'm like no no no, i'm good it's good i'm using i'm trying i'm just trying please let me eat this 
and then like they get so mad so push papita Amanda Hirsch, thank you for coming uh, on. This was fantastic. You. I I you can't succeeded. thank you enough. You succeeded. I got my money's worth. I got my time's worth. I'm tearing up. Love There's it. a little pee. So pants have been peed. We hope that the listeners' pants have been peed as well. Um, everyone, go follow Amanda at Not Skinny But Not Fat. The podcast, everything. Go follow. Go get involved. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at We'll be back next episode. Boom.